0: Having traveled to seven different countries in the past six months, one question I am constantly asked is how do you afford that? People always tell me they would love to travel but don't have the money. Well, my friends, today is your lucky day because not being able to afford vacations is no longer an excuse. No, I'm not a trust fund or a sugar baby. I just use World Packers, and now you can too. World Packers is the safest community for travel and volunteering. With World Packers, I can explore, collaborate, and make an impact going virtually anywhere for basically nothing. All I do is type in a location and browse listings. With homestays and hostels to social causes or animal care, I choose my interests and apply to a variety of hosts. You can even read reviews and hear other World Packers' experiences to determine if it's a good fit. Just enter your desired dates and apply. It's quick, simple, and saves tons of cash so that you could put the money you would have spent on accommodation and food towards your flight. World Packers has been an awesome way for me to make connections, meet new people, go on endless adventures, and learn about myself. I used it to stay one month in Albania, and who knows where I'm heading next. Try it yourself, create an account, and use code COLETTI to save $10 today. That's C-O-L-L-E-T-T-I to take $10 off today. World Packers, where will you go next? Do you feel frustrated, discouraged, unfulfilled, and burned out? Do you have a yearning for a life that is so much more? Are you sick and tired of hearing rich gurus shout out advice on the law of attraction, but it seems no matter how hard you try, you just can't seem to get the life you know you deserve? Well, listen up, boo, because I have been there too. That's why I am so excited to introduce the launch of my new 12 week coaching program, write your reality, write your reality is a three month total transformation where you'll be working one-on-one with me to consciously create the reality of your dreams. Maybe you've tried everything, but can't seem to make any headway. That's where I come in as your accountability partner, manifestation, mentor, psychological expert, and self-help coach. I will take you through 12 weeks of personalized sessions to revamp your self-perception, improve your self-concept, unlearn your old identity, and make huge shifts towards creating the life you've always envisioned with proven psychological tools, metaphysical techniques, custom tailored feedback and radical honesty. You can take my hands and I will teach you how to align with the highest unlimited best version of you. Log on to lmcolletti.com to send me a message and we will get started on writing your new reality together. I'm your host, Lauren Coletti. Thanks for joining me on another episode this week. If you're new, I'm so honored to have you here with me on this journey of exploration and self-discovery and me learning things, sometimes the hard way and making mistakes so that you don't have to. It's a privilege to have you here. I had a couple of free moments this evening. I'm recording this. It is Thursday. It's the last week of September, the last day of September. Actually, that's wild. But I figured since we are in fall, actually, now it's officially autumn. I would talk a little bit about the seasons of our lives and transitions and savoring the moment so i've been watching a show on apple tv that my cousin recommended called ted lasso and i've been watching it with my mom super cute show super quirky the guys are so hot on the show it's really funny and motivating inspiring at the same time so i'd highly recommend you check it out but it's like 10 o'clock at night and i like watching tv at night but I'm really sensitive to the blue light. I've considered and debated buying those blue light blocking glasses, but I never got around to it. But when I watch TV too close to bedtime, like even two hours before, I'm just wired and my brain gets so stimulated that I can't sleep. Um, I've been on Seroquel for 10 years now, that's insane. But this is the year I'm getting off of it. (laughs) I am happy to say I used to be on like 300 milligrams and now I am on 12.5, which isn't even like a legitimate dose. I would always recommend consulting with your psychiatrist before taking yourself off medicine. You should never do that on your own. But I feel like I could basically be a psychiatrist at this point, I've been taking medicine so long so I know how to titrate myself off of it and i just said i don't even want to be on this medicine anymore first of all i'm not schizophrenic i'm not bipolar and i no longer want to claim the label of having insomnia i used to have sleep problems my whole life and the seroquel used to really help me but now in this last year it hasn't helped at all and i'm like why am i even taking this at this point it's supposed to be an addition to an antidepressant i'm not even on any ssris or snris so i said you know what i'm moving out of the country anyway i'm not even going to be able to refill my serequil script so why the fuck am i going to keep taking this it's just toxic and poisonous to my body so i'm ready to be freed and off of that medicine so anyway i was like let me record a podcast since i can't watch tv so here we are so anyway it's now basically october and like i said i wanted to talk about kind of the law of polarity that there is literally light and dark good and bad in everything we are experiencing everything we are going through every emotion everything we are feeling it's all from our own perception how we view it and the meaning that we assign because something can happen but what determines our reaction to it is just the meaning that we assign it the perception that we are seeing it from and so I'm at a really odd place in my life right now like very much things are up in the air things have felt like they're stagnant and stuck but at the same time everything's changing too fast too quickly have you ever felt like that where you don't have a definitive answer yes or no on something it's kind of at a point where things could go in 50 different directions yeah well that's been me for like the last month and I'm just trying to kind of take a step back from it all and allow the universe to figure it out to sort it out because i just am at the point where i'm like jesus take the wheel i don't know what the fuck is the next right move and i've been praying for clarity and i'm just like god i don't know what the fuck i'm doing i don't know where i'm going where i'm supposed to be like i have a general feeling about what i want but i don't know how that unfolds and i'm kind of leaving the heavy lifting to the universe and saying God, what will you have for me? Please show me my next steps. Guide me. I trust you support me and you will always provide for me. But I really don't know what I'm doing. So it's on you, brother. Like (laughs) you help me. You take me to where I need to go and hold my hand. And so this week was kind of a pivotal week because yesterday I picked up my visa from the embassy in New York City, the Spanish consulate. And it was kind of a come to Jesus moment for me because in February or March, like six months ago, I returned home from Spain, the first time i had ever gone to Spain. And I just felt like I belonged there. And my whole life, you know, I grew up kind of in middle and high school, people thought I was a loser. <laughs> and I took on that identity of I don't fit in, an outcast, I'm on the outside looking in, I'm a degenerate, I'm isolated. I never felt like I was accepted, which led me to perpetually disprove myself, but I just felt like I needed to go to Spain, guys. I literally had no reason to be there other than I was intuitively called to go there, and the second I stepped out of that plane... I landed in Sevilla, which wasn't even my favorite city in Spain. It's definitely Madrid, but I just felt like, oh, my God, I'm home. And it's wild to me because I'm like 30 years old, my friends, like the whole knowing who you are, self-discovery kind of thing. We're pressured to have that figured out by the time we're like 25 which is complete bullshit. And I'm done subscribing to society's ideals and expectations, because fuck that. But I didn't have, I didn't get to enjoy my late teens, early 20s at all. I was in survival mode. I was fighting to stay alive, battling for my life in mental and physical ways. (laughs) So now I'm at the age like, I could have had a career path paved out for me. So a little bit about my story. I did the whole thing where I graduated high school at 17, 18, and I didn't really know what I wanted to be when I grew up, right? I always wanted to be an author. That was. I was born as a writer, as a creative artist, but like realistically, air quotes, I was like, what do, what do I want to do? What am I good at? I don't even know who I am, but we're told we have to make a decision and figure it out before the age of being a legal adult. So that's cool. So I initially wanted to be a dietitian, but when I was 18, I was knee deep in an eating disorder and I didn't know if being a nutritionist was the right career decision for me just because... I had bulimia and purging, like restricting, dieting, all this stuff. And I didn't know if it would be healthy for me to go into the fitness industry because I I loved working out. I wanted to be a personal trainer, so I went for my associates in liberal arts to kind of figure out what the fuck I was doing. And then I went into my bachelor's program for psychology because I wanted to be either a guidance counselor or a therapist, a psychologist, and so. I decided at 23, 24, okay, I'm going to go for my doctorate. I want to be a doctor. So I got my master's in psych and then eventually pursued my PhD in psychology, which I'm finishing up now. And I got my first like big girl job. I, I worked a couple case manager jobs at a school with intellectual and developmental disabilities and things like that. And then I got my first real job, air quotes once again, as a director in a nursing home with a geriatric population. Um, And it was the biggest amount of pay that I'd ever been offered up until that point. And it's really funny because when I accepted the job back in 2022, it was March I started, last March or two Marches ago, something like that. And um, yeah, two Marches ago now i was like wow this is so much money and now looking back two years later i'm like that is shit money like what the fuck like my standards it's funny and this talked about you know the seasons of our lives whereas that used to seem like a large amount of money to me i'm like i want to be making that in like two three months now you know so our my standards that i've set for myself have increased which is great but i was so grateful to get the job and a lot of people told me, Lauren, this is a director role. It's great experience. Just stay here for like five years, climb up, get a raise, whatever. And I wasn't happy at that job. Granted, it was good money at the time. I was, you know, post tax, I was bringing home $1,000 a week. And I felt stable and financial security and I was proud of myself for getting to call myself a director, you know, it, it was in my 20s, it just sounded cool like I'd made it, you know, but I looked back and I was like, is this really it, I'm so unfulfilled here. It's just, it's not my purpose. I know it. I know I'm meant for something more than this. And on top of that, all the toxic workplace bullshit and the drama and being sexually harassed, it just, and being physically assaulted every day. It was just not aligned for me. And so when I went to Europe last year for the first time, I was gone for like two weeks. And I came home and... I said, I need to go back. I don't know why. Well, I knew why at the time. It was because of a boy. (laughs) But y'all, I am so happy that things worked out the way that they did. I never thought that in one year, my life would look drastically different than I had this time last year. And I never thought that I would go from making like $40 an hour to quitting my job, being unemployed, solo traveling to seven different countries in six months, and now I'm gonna be starting a life in Barcelona, making 10 euro an hour. And I say that not to make myself sound, wow, I just downgraded by 30 bucks, but I'm so content with that. Literally, I'm, I'm so fucking happy, happier than I was when I was making $40 an hour. And that goes to touch on what I'm talking about today is the seasons of our life. At one point, working at the nursing home was exactly what I wanted. It was a manifestation. I mean, I just was like, please, God, please let me get it. I dreamed. I prayed. I wish. I meditated. I manifested. I literally was rejected the first time I applied to that job. And I said, fuck this. No, I know I'm qualified. So I applied again. And I got the job. And I remember getting the voicemail from my boss and him saying they offered me the job. And I just cried tears of joy in celebration. And I truly was so blessed for the time that I spent there. Because it proved to me I was capable and that I could do it. And I'm also equally, if not more grateful that that chapter of my life has come to an end. And with that, I wanna give you the permission to allow yourself to close chapters, to end relationships, whether it's a work relationship, whether it's a job, whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship or moving out of your house. You don't have to keep that book open just because you started it, right? we're allowed to close the metaphorical book and start a new page. And for me, this is the first time I'm going to be moving out on my own, really. I mean, I was gone for four months last year, traveling around Europe, but this is the first time I'm going to be gone for like a year, close to, just about, maybe even more. Who knows? Nothing set in stone yet for the future. But I know from November to June, I'll be in Spain at the very least. So I'm at a point right now where I'm at a crossroads, you know, because I'm almost 30. I want to move out. I want to own my own home next year, have my own apartment or whatever. Don't know where yet. Right now, my heart says like... Spain or something like that Italy Albania but we'll see but I'm scared too and I'm fucking terrified if I'm being honest like I have so much fear right now because as grateful as I was when I got my visa I was like wow this is real like this is actually happening and it's less than two months away that you guys my entire life is going to change And I don't know what's in Spain for me. You know, when I went to Europe this last year, I didn't know what was in store for me, but what I got from it was invaluable. And it was just, my cousin had asked me, I remember this, I said, I'm so happy I took this trip, why? She asked me, I said, I just grew so much as a person. Okay, so like, what did growing as a person like what did it bring you? What did it get you? And I was like, a deeper relationship with myself. It it opened my eyes. Like what I experience and see, I can never unsee. I could never know that that's not out there again. Like that's real. I, my spirituality, my faith, my belief in myself. And she was like, yeah, but there's no tangible from that. There's no job title or pay or and i'm like bro that's not the fucking point like i can honestly say on september 30th or whatever day it is right now that i love myself and six months ago i could not say that and that is the biggest most valuable thing of my life and this year was extremely difficult truthfully again polarity light and dark good and bad this year was one of the hardest years of my life I hit probably my second biggest rock bottom in June ever but it was so necessary because it's like a boomerang right it's like a slingshot like After that rock-bottom, earth-shattering moment, baby girl, there was nowhere else to go but up. And the transformation, the evolution that I've had since I got home in July from that rock-bottom is 180 degrees. It's I was going to say 360, but that would probably bring me right back to where I started, right? I'm not good with math. (laughs) But... We have these moments in our life that are so low and that feel devastating. But that's the beautiful thing about life is that they're temporary. They're not set in stone. Nothing is permanent. And then we have these moments where we just feel on top of the world. And I've had many of those moments this year, my friends. Like There was moments where I was crying in the mountains of Portugal there was moments where I just had a freaking midlife crisis in France and I was about to catch a plane ride home the next day when I got to Greece and I I just was like what the fuck am I doing did I just make a huge mistake was everyone's doubts about me right but I proved myself wrong i proved myself wrong because i thought i couldn't do it and i did it and i am so equipped and have abilities that i fucking did not have a year ago and so right now i'm moving to spain on november 19th right and i have a little less than two months and i'm like should i go to europe sooner should i love italy so much i want to see milan and sicily should i go sooner or should i stay here and i see the polarity in both decisions the pros and cons of both decisions and i have to weigh out the benefits and the drawbacks of each decision and you too if you're you want to make a major life decision you know i've been trying to not act on impulse And I've been trying to just sit with it and marinate in it and allow the answer to come to me. Because there's days when I'm super eager. I'm like, I want to get out there. I want to go to Italy. I fucking love Italy so much. And then there's days like today where I spend with my mom and I'm just like, I am so content right now. I love my home, my childhood home where I grew up. I feel so comfortable here. I feel so safe. It's like my safe haven. I have my cat, I have my mom, I have my family. I'm surrounded by people that love me. I know these roads I grew up on like the back of my hands. I have my big beautiful shower with like hot water and high water pressure, which I'm gonna miss when I'm in Europe, (laughs) their showers fucking suck. But I'm just so at ease here, I can be myself. I'm in my comfort zone. But then there's moments where I wanna push myself outside of that comfort zone. And I'm like, do I wanna enjoy the time I have here with my family for another six weeks? Or do I wanna take that step and get out there sooner? You know, I don't know, but I trust myself. And I want you to have faith in yourself that you will make the right decision. Because I think the the issue isn't us, it's do we believe in ourselves or not? Because there was a point where I was so detached and disconnected, removed from my intuition that I couldn't hear it. It was talking to me, that never goes away. It's like a light. We choose to turn it off, but it's in there, man. It always has the ability to be turned back on. It's just, are you listening? Are you available to it? Are you willing to receive what it has for you? And I see the beauty in both decisions. Like even aging, if I look at this last year, I'm gonna be 30, like that's pretty big for a a woman at least, fucking society again. But aging, it's like it's looked at so negatively, mostly for women, because what our metabolism slows down, our skin starts to sag, as the bones start to hurt, it's like But with the permission to get older, like I just said, this is the best year of my life. At twenty nine. I I literally had the best year of my life. I mean, I made my first six figures this year. I, I just realized this today. I'm like, damn, I made over $100,000 this year. And I literally worked like four months. And I was just so impressed and proud of myself. I met so many people. I learned I can be extroverted. I mean, my fifth book is coming out any day now. There's so much to celebrate and rejoice and give thanks about. And I'm older than I've ever been. And at the same time, my friend, you are the youngest you will ever be. And like I said, even going away, like there's so much excitement in that. The possibilities, the people, the connections, the sights I'll see, the places I'll go. But at the same time, staying home, there's so much gratitude in that my bed i love my bed so much <laughs> even being unemployed right i mean i say i'm unemployed but i have a job but when i was working yeah i was bringing in the bucks like i was like yeah i feel secure i feel financially stable and but i had less time to do things i enjoy i felt the monotony of working nine to five of going to a place that i really had no fucking interest in going to It gave me purpose. It boosted my ego, because I wrapped my identity around that. Having a department head leadership position was great. But also, working three days a week is great. I have so much time for myself to do things I enjoy, dabble in my hobbies and interests cultivate my relationships, spend time with my aunt, see my niece, even being single. I was thinking about this today too. I don't miss being in a relationship and I haven't had sex or dated since June and I don't miss it really because I'm so satisfied with just being with myself and dating myself and loving myself the way that I wanted someone to love me at one point. And when my ex and I of two years broke up last summer, I said, who am I? Like, what am I supposed to do now? Who am I gonna call? Who am I gonna talk to? And now I can't imagine reporting to someone every day, talking to someone every day, spending all my time with someone every day. There's so much beauty in both, really. And I want to remind you to enjoy where you are right now because the younger version of you, the old you, at one point probably wanted everything that you have now. Like... When I was going for my bachelor's, I just so badly wanted my master's. And when I was going for my master's, I so badly wanted my doctorate. And when I was making $50,000, I so badly wanted to be making sixty. And then I was making $70,000. It just goes on and on and on. And I reflect on the last year. And I look at everything I've achieved and I've accomplished. And there's so much magic in wanting more for yourself and manifesting your desires and your wishes and your wants. But I feel like the most pivotal, vital moments isn't when we get at get that three D manifestation. It sounds so cliche and corny, but it's the journey along the way. These milestones, and I'm I'm looking at my planner right now, and I literally see a quote that says, "Trust the journey." <laughs> yeah, I didn't even see that like five minutes ago, but. You are exactly where you need to be right now. Trust that, please. Because without hope, what's the point? And you can get there, you will get there. I was even thinking today, how rich I am. And I don't mean that in like a boastful way, but how rich you are. It's all subjective, right? Like to Elon Musk, I'm poor as fuck. But to someone living in India, I'm rich. Even someone I was talking to, he lives in Italy. And he said, you were born rich. You're so lucky. You're so privileged. You're so wealthy. And I'm just like, what? Like, in America, I'm considered poor. But there, I'm considered rich. And it's so interesting. It's all about perspective, right? I asked him, how much money do you... Want or would you need to feel financially free? And he said $100,000. And I'm like, excuse me? Like, 100K would just pay off my student loans. <laughs> like for me to feel financially free, I don't know, $10 million. But to someone else, I was listening to a podcast today. She said she wanted to be a, a multi-trillionaire. And I'm like, girl, what? Like that's more than anyone would ever need, but whatever, to each their own. So I'm just saying, Enjoy where you are now because the present has so much wisdom to offer you, so much humility, and so many blessings. I just feel so grateful. Honestly, I love my life right now. I'm so thankful for my body, for my face, for my health, for my family, for my job, for my car, my mom's car, (laughs) for so much Everything is exactly as I need it to be right now. All is well. All is perfect. Even in those moments where I'm like, ugh, this is so imperfect. This isn't what I want yet. But I think when we can soak up and take in everything, we really see how much we have to be grateful for, even if it's just this breath, this air in our lungs. We realize... The magic of right now and how much wonder there is and just brings so much awe to my heart really my life is full and my heart is whole and I feel complete and I hope you do too so I'm going to end that there it's 2222 lucky numbers love to see it thank you so much for listening my friends I appreciate you spending 30 minutes with me and if you would like manifestation mindset mentoring i would love to work with you you can inquire on my website or my instagram which i will link in the show notes and i'll see you in the next episode